Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. This is the John Fugelsang Podcast. We have a great show today. Two of my favorite comedians are back in the room after 800 days away. Two comics who I admire, who have nothing in common stylistically, except the fact that they're both really fucking smart and really funny and really good talkers. Let us begin. Do you ever feel like it's all too much? There were the riotings and the hearings and the shootings and the rulings and the hearings and the party of Lincoln is disintegrated into general malfeasance, rank fuckery and double talk and jive. Our outrage circuits are burned out, people. The news is like watching the Three Stooges directed by Lainey Riefenstahl. How many more kids are we going to find out Herschel Walker and Elon Musk have? I'm waiting to find out Herschel Walker has had children with Elon Musk. We are in the dawning of the age of what the fuck fatigue. We're all tired of saying what the fuck seven times a day. The what the fucks were funny back in the Trump campaign in 2016. It was entertaining back then. Now we are the U.S. of PTSD. And by PTSD, I mean pandemic, Trump, shitstorm, dystopia. This is a time when politicians try to make the abortion rate go down by making it harder for women to get birth control. This is a time when football jocks have become the moral voices of social justice when people who vote believe climate science is fake, but pro wrestling is real. You need a photo ID to vote in an election, but you don't need any ID to buy an election. And evangelical Christians believe a talking snake is literal fact, but love your enemy was just Jesus being all metaphorical and shit. And we hate each other. Guys, what we hate, we hate each other in this. No one hates Americans more than an American who brags about how American he is. Uh, Christians who support executing people are telling me all lives matter. And sophistication is measured by how many syllables are in your coffee drink. It's, it's, it's what the fuck fatigue. We got legal weed is more popular than the two political parties keeping legal weed illegal. America's become a primetime soap opera. This is not us. Which brings us to the folly of optimism. The, 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 the notion that hope can be a political act because the U.S. saw stronger than expected job growth in June. The economy added 372,000 jobs. The unemployment rate stayed steady at 3.6 percent. Wages up 5.1 percent over the last 12 months, which means the media covered it for about 20 seconds and then moved on. Here's Joe Biden earlier today on the economic numbers A1. Our private sector has now recovered all of the jobs lost during the pandemic and added jobs on top of that. We have more Americans working today in the private sector than any day under my predecessor, more today than any time in American history, today. In the second quarter of this year, we created more jobs than any quarter under any of my predecessors in nearly 40 years before the pandemic. Now, even after adding a record number of jobs in the first 15 months, the U.S. added an additional one million jobs in the past three months. This job report means inflation's not done, high gas prices not done, but it really eased fears of a big time slowdown. Because an American economy in true freefall does not produce 375,000 jobs in a month. Okay, the American Rescue Plan and the infrastructure bill did help stimulate our economy. But who's going to tell people that? The media? 
I, I mean, comedians will do it. I guess people with cool blogs and social media will do it. But in general, the media is owned by people that don't want their taxes raised 3%. So good economic news is not going to get covered. Look, here's the deal. Payrolls increased 372,000 last month. Pat Cipollone testified about Trump in D.C. today. 66% of voters say they're more motivated to vote by the January 6th hearings about Trump's efforts to overturn the election. Gas prices have gone down 23 days in a row. Construction of new manufacturing facilities in the U.S. has gone up 116% over the past year, which means Hunter Biden is going to be trending every single day. It's just going to be Hunter Biden is leading a migrant caravan created by Dr. Fauci in the Wu-Tang Wuhan lab, bringing drugs and Hillary's emails and Obama's real birth certificate and the Benghazi stand-down order made Biden ban your hamburgers. And that's why we won't get the vaccine, even though Trump made it with his bare hands. Look, there is reason to still have hope. Over 70% of Americans still support abortion rights in all or some cases. And here's Joe Biden again today saying he will veto any GOP abortion ban attempt. And now my Republican friends are talking about getting the Congress to pass a national ban. And the extreme positions that they're taking in some of these states. That will mean the right to choose will be illegal nationwide if, in fact, they succeed. Let me tell you something. As long as I'm president, it won't happen because I'll veto it. (laughs) Cut to two years later. So, look, it's still a mess. It's still worth fighting for. Boris Johnson's gone. Elon Musk is not buying Twitter anymore. Finally, something he'll pull out of. And he's got to pay Twitter $1 billion for not buying them. And we can't do a thing about mass shootings, but we're finally going to work on dealing with plastic straws. So let's get to it. Uh, I'm really pleased to welcome two comedians that I admire, who make me laugh, who make me think, who have completely different styles uh, and who we have missed very much over the last 850 days. Gianmarco Ceresi is a terrific New York-based stand-up comic, uh, an actor, um, Jeff Goldblum, doppelganger. You've seen him on Comedy Central, PBS's Stories from the Stage, Real Housewives of New York, uh, winner of Amazon's Comics Watching Comics Season 8. His first comedy special, Shelf Life, was nominated for three New York Emmy Awards and is available on Amazon Prime. He is also someone, I, I always say this, I will never give up Instagram because of your account and your videos. His stuff on TikTok, he's had over 20 million likes over a quarter million followers and he's been covered everywhere from Esquire to Perez Hilton soon playing Denver and Toronto John Marco after 800 days welcome back hello thank you and I, I do want to say that I, I am very adamantly uh, pro-choice um, because I, I actually have I have three little sisters who should have been aborted I see so I feel very passionate about it yeah it's and, it's great that your parents had that choice I mm, guess yes 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 they, they made, made the, the wrong, wrong choice one. but yeah. at least they had it I understand you know? yeah because <laughs> I couldn't resent them if they had the choice I couldn't be like mom what did you do I, I, I she could understand. blame it on the government I mean well you might want to consider the Republicans because they support retroactive abortion once you're out of the mom's <sighs> belly then then they don't mind if you get taken <laughs> out so consider switching parties it's not too late Sure. Um, Jim Andrinos is back on the show. The common man with the uncommon comedy observations. Jim's uh, a guy who authored the Complete Idiot's Guide to Comedy Writing. And you've seen him on Current TV, Comedy Central, the Fox News Network. Uh, oh, we'll talk about that. HBO and the BBC. He's a professor at the Gotham Writers Workshop. Recently opened the Physical Comedy Club Comedy Therapy in Newark, New Jersey, which was the largest American city to not have a comedy club. And now it has one. Mr. Mandrinos, welcome back. Thank you so much. Wow. It feels weird to be here. Yeah, right? It does. When it's, it's empty in the building and there's like just a kid riding a big wheel around the halls. Yeah. It, it's amazing. You know, I think we could solve the abortion thing if we could just find ways to uh, doctors to perform abortions with handguns. Yeah. Then then it would be perfectly legal. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I wanted to have uh, a panel of all straight white men to talk about all the issues mm-hmm. facing us right mm-hmm. now because I, yeah. I think um, our voices haven't been heard for quite a while. But I actually really think that we, we we need to have more men talking about abortion. It's not just abortion, but we've subjugated our women. We've turned the women in American society into objects that are fought about as opposed to people that we fight for. And we we've shifted our priorities from, you know, protecting home and hearth to defining home and hearth. And, you know, your definition may not be my definition. As long as I can impose my definition on you, I'll feel like I'm happy. Yeah. That's all that matters. And, you know, it, it's it, 
if you have a difference of opinion, if you have a different set of values, if, if you have a different set of judgments, you're automatically the enemy. Yes, but he, my, my take on that is, um, without wanting to be too confrontational, if you don't have a uterus, you get to shut, shut what we call up. the fuck up, right? I mean, I like, think that's, I think it's, it's driving a point of like, you just cannot make medical decisions for someone else. Like yeah. it's, it's putting it in that, that terms feel, feels very clear. You can't make medical decisions for someone else. That's, uh -huh. that's, and by the way, he... no women wrote the constitution, <laughs> no women wrote the Bible and neither of those documents are against abortion. And all these men in charge paid for abortions. We all know it. We all fucking know it. I know. But no one talks about it. I mean, we all know with Trump, but there's more. It's more than that. Oh, I yeah. am just. We're already seeing the repercussions of this. The 10 year old girl that was raped in Ohio and had to go to Indianapolis to, to get an abortion because she was past the six week period, three days past the six week period. 10 year old girl. She probably didn't know what a period was fully in her head and when she was late yeah. she had no way of doing it and everyone's saying well you don't know the circumstances that that could have been consensual she's fucking no it's 10. not possible no. for consensual yeah. sex with a 10 year old it's a, but we've had politicians <laughs> on the air saying well that might not have been forced it, it's, no, it's forced hard when you hear rape. when you hear the people who actually believe you know that it's murdering a baby it's yeah. it's the new york times uh, the the daily that podcast mm -hmm. they interviewed yeah. this guy and you know he seemed like aware and a and it's I don't know what you do with people who really feel this way because it does not feel like you could convince someone I get it every day I get uh, sure. I was called a baby killer earlier today I am called a baby killer usually at least four or five times a week and I always say the same thing my child just turned 10 if I'm a baby killer I'm a miserable failure at it mm. I had so many chances to make it look like an accident <laughs> I could have I could have done it but I just I didn't I suck at killing babies my son's going to fifth grade it, it is amazing that the Republican Party has shifted values so much I remember when Ronald Reagan was confronted by the Catholic Church because during the middle of the AIDS epidemic he he was advocating for condoms and the Catholic Church said well you realize that's a sin and he said your job is to save souls my job is to save Americans it was a little late in the AIDS epidemic he came out for condoms uh, way right? late little, in the AIDS yeah, I, I wouldn't say the middle. I would no. say I would say after twenty thousand Americans were dead, he mentioned it. But the the point I'm making is when he finally stood up for it, he was there like, no, these we take care of the citizens who are living, breathing here, and the Republican Party's just shifted and done a one eighty on that, and it's like, no, the unborn child has all the value, and. The women that have the unborn childs have none of them. I think it's frustrating because yeah. you just don't know how many, what percentage of people actually care about it. I don't think Mitch McConnell cares about fetuses. He doesn't care about nope. something that's better looking than him. I think nope. he just cares <laughs> about lunch. <laughs> They they, they 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 just do it to, to, to so the people actually do care. Well, you know vote what? For the shit that they you know want. what? I said that for years because I've I've always said this is a racket. You know, it's like 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 illegal immigration. If they wanted illegal immigration to stop, they would start locking up the white people who do all the hiring. Of course, I mean, there's a giant help wanted sign at our border. You don't need to build a wall. You can take the help wanted sign down. None of them want to do it because exploiting poor brown labor is what built this country. So it was same with abortion. For years, I said they're not going to do it. And as long as politicians have mistresses, abortion will be illegal. But I, I'll tell you, and I've had to make this reckoning and, and, and just fess up about it. After they blocked Merrick Garland on the Supreme Court, then I was like, holy shit, they really they are going to get rid of abortion rights. And for the first time in our lives, we've seen a Supreme Court take rights away. But to your point, on, I, I think it's the opposite of Christianity. It is. I, I say this all the time. Jesus, as a character in the book, whether you believe literal or what, uh, never mentioned abortion, but did talk about poverty. And what you're doing is punishing poor women with greater poverty. And 60% of the women who have abortions are moms. So it's like you got to think about what you're actually going to be doing. And I think about the red states that are going to do this yeah. that already are heavy on the federal teeth, that already take more from the federal government than they give. And now they're about to bring all this new life that no one's going to want to have their taxes raised to care it, for. It, Rich people will always be able to get abortions. Oh, yeah. Always. Forever. There's always. always a flight somewhere where it's legal. But we are we've and this make no mistake about it. This is an absolute war. On women in our country because we've decided this is a group that we can subjugate based on a single issue based on one issue we can we can pin you as evil for wanting to have this and we can take away your rights for you wanting to have this now uh, there's there's got to be other republicans who feel that too 
There have to be. I mean, when I was a kid, there were pro-choice Republicans. They were out there. When when I left the party in 2016, there were a handful of liberal Republicans left. I mean, I I, I my whole voting career was an old-fashioned Rockefeller Republican. I remember that. Don't just don't raise my taxes, and I don't give a fuck what you do. Just don't raise my taxes. That's <laughs> all I want. Maybe billionaires can have their taxes. Elon yeah. Musk's taxes? Can yeah. we raise those? those we can raise those. Yeah, but, okay. But don't raise the taxes of the guy that's working 40 hours a week. Exactly. Don't raise the taxes of the guy that's building the shit we need. Yeah. You know, and, and I've always had that. And there's no Democrats fighting for that, by no, the way. No. The, the Democratic Party is further right than I was as a Republican. Hmm. It, it is. It, now were, you anti such, were you anti-abortion? Uh, no, I wasn't anti-abortion, but pro-death penalty, things of that nature. Okay. But, but the stances that the Democrats are fighting for are more right-wing stances like than, what? than the Republicans. Healthcare? What are, what are we fighting for? <laughs> okay, so we, we have to look. The first president that advocated for uh, gay rights, e equality amongst gay rights, was Gerald Ford when he proposed it. You know, and... But what does that have to do with Democrats being, being right-wing? But what I'm saying is Democrats have had the majority, and in some cases a supermajority, for the longest time. And they haven't acted on it. And About 60 days when Obama was president, they had a supermajority. About they did. 60 days. 60 days, but they still had it. And in the 60 days, we could have solidified Roe v. Wade. Oh, I agree. Mm -hmm. We could mm -hmm. we could have we But at could the time, pushed... no one thought that was going to be a problem. At the time, yeah. they were trying to get health care passed. Yeah, that was... and we could have passed health care if we didn't just say... And, and the one thing I've learned um, from being active in the Republican Party for as long as I was, the Republican Party doesn't give a fuck about your feelings. Oh, you don't say. Don't, no, it, it's, <laughs> oh, we're just going to bully you and we're going to do this and, and fuck your feelings. But isn't that what unites the right now is this love of authoritarianism? Because fuck your it's feelings, hatred. no morality, we win. We're going to do whatever it takes to win because we're winners and we win. And that is really appealing to people who don't really care about what we call morality, patriotism, or Christianity. It, it's, there's, there's a certain amount of contempt that the right wing is displaying right now that is beyond offensive it, it you yeah. know there's a systematic attack on intelligence there's a systematic attack on women they, you know there's liberties and rights are going to start being cherry picked everyone's talking about the impact that this had you know, uh, on abortion rights of Roe v. Wade, this decision has long reaching implications that it could overturn if they wanted to loving v virginia yes they could yeah if, if they wanted that's to. that's the precedent that they are they're telling you what you could do with your body who you could marry whether or not you can be gay or straight and the republican wants to the republican party wants to be a nanny state we want to open this up to you guys the number if you're listening by the way on the podcast that we're on on demand or the series xm app we take your emails please say hi you're always free to call but if you're listening live we're at 866-997-4748 866-997-GRIT john marco you do a lot of great material about growing up uh, the child of a rather dramatic divorce. Sure, many you, divorced many times. You, you've been through a lot of divorces and you do what the best thing artists can do, uh, turn pain into gold. Everyone keeps comparing America now, red and blue America, to a marriage that's codependent, that that where we, people hate each other, where they want to split. I think we're more like a, a pair of conjoined twins, um, but only, and they can't be separated because we share a heart, but only one twin has a brain, and the one without a brain won't stop fucking punching the one with a brain. But I mean, you know, as someone who has grown up in strife, who has learned how to make... <laughs> people not getting along into an art form. I mean, what do you think of when you see this country right now? I mean, I think part of it is just you have to you have to you have to find common enemies. I think that's the only thing that unifies people. And I think, I think, I think, I truly, I think, communists. I'm, I'm, I'm against uh, you know finding any unity. I'm against trying to find some like, oh well, the Bible does say you should love. I think it's rich people. And you need to navigate people's anger towards the right people to be mad at. Yeah. And it is amazing the way Americans, I have some joke, you know, this is a passing joke about Jeff Bezos donating $25 million and how that's 0.028% of his net worth. Me donating 0.028% of my net worth. It's like if I went up to a homeless guy and stole a dollar. Yeah. And people get upset. <laughs> it's so interesting. It's more interesting the way people comment on it and they go, well, how much did you give? And it's it's like oh, I hate that. it is this thing of 
I think we would be better off if to be that rich was humiliating. It would be like if you had like a mountain of food and there were starving people around you. Rich people should be humiliated to yeah. have that much. They should be seen as hoarders. And I think- Well, if apes so, did it, if apes in a study of course, were gonna hoard all the bananas and let other apes starve, we would determine that these are insane monkeys. Yeah. I think in a way, the, the, the way the, to, to leave paper money is almost a mistake because then you can't see it. The more you can't see it, the more you can hide how much you have. And again, this is not attacking yeah. capitalism. Yeah. This is attacking greed. This yeah. is attacking yes. institutionalized but greed and here, selfishness. Well, I have some problems with capitalism too, but I think oh, if we, so watching so the George I. Carlin documentary, it, 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 it always goes back to like George Carlin was like, there's a club and you're and you not in it. it. And we're talking about, we were talking about but, Gavin Newsom before we started recording and Gavin Newsom uh, was married to Donald Trump Jr.'s former wife and there's got to be a moment moment where people step back and go they're all friends uh -huh. they're all friends can can i point out <laughs> one folly that I, I see in your theory of that uniting us to to hate the rich people is that as hate greed not hate rich hate, people hate, hate greed. greed but the problem is hate the sinner that we when we point that out the the general public um and yes i'm talking to the general public too stupid to notice we pointed out that donald trump made his money and and Trust me, I did hundreds of interviews where I would say this on radio. Donald Trump made most of his money by not paying his vendors, getting them to yeah. sue him, and then settling for pennies on the dollar. By being a brand licensor. Yeah, you know, and, and doing all these things that were illegal and hurtful to small, smaller business people. And that he put over 20, or, or I think it was 45 different businesses in Atlantic City out of business. Oh, yeah. Because he didn't pay his bills. And, right. and when I pointed that out, people were going, well, he's still a billionaire. I don't care. Right. A millionaire at birth, too. But when you point out that he actually, say, stole from veterans yeah. with his fraudulent they online university. Care. Some of them do. Some well, of them do. Well, if you're going to look at Trump, he's too far. He's too far. You can't you can't take down this thing. It's gone too far. It's 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 as they rise up. But I'm talking like I think Fox News's worst nightmare was Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren getting on Fox News and explaining to the Fox News audience how the system is rigged yeah. against working folks. And I think that uh, uh, Donald Trump began his campaign talking that way in 2015. Yeah. He actually was talking about universal health care and how we're all bribed on this stage. He actually began sounding like a leftist, which is how, kind of yeah. how Hitler did it too. But if you could have like a Bernie or a Liz Warren explaining to right-wing people how you're hardworking your whole life, but the system is rigged against you, I think some of that millionaire gloss would go, because I get it all the time, and it's like, we're not attacking the billionaires, although my least favorite word has become philanthropy. That fucking word. Like that get out of get out There's of There's no such thing as a generous card. billionaire. A generous no. billionaire is, is a millionaire. A generous, yeah, you cannot be, a, I mean, I, any society that allows poverty and billionaires it's not serious about lasting. There's never been a millionaire or billionaire who's donated money for anything other than the tax incentive in our country. They didn't do it for the goodness of their heart. They didn't do it because they wanted to foster arts or or, or help a church. No, they it, did it because they got part of a divorce settlement in some cases. Divorce yeah, settlements, sure. yeah. But they did it because it had a financial gain to them. There, there's a, we've we've created a culture of greed in this country where it's celebrated, and by systematically dumbing down our populace and systematically desensitizing them to basic humanity and civility, you know you. I, I, oh, that's I, bullshit! Fuck you, man! <laughs> Fuck you, bro! You just made it easier for people to be shitty. You know, yeah, I, that's it though. But that that's the thing. I mean, especially in terms of comedy. <laughs> Does it ever seem like we are just being groomed to hate each other at this point? I, like I keep reminding everyone, our commonalities do outweigh our differences. My dad had more Republicans than Democrats at his funeral, and he would have been proud of that. Yeah. But it seems like it's it's just about the tribalism. We are the divided tribes of America, and the people who own us have decided they'll make more money if we operate that way. Yeah, I don't know the fucking. I mean, I I know comedically on stage, I try to make it me me be the 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 unifying factor. So that smart. I'm worse than both sides in the room. Yes, that that's my, a smart that way my of takes. Doing it. I'm I'm as hypocritical. It's very I, like I I I'm in New York mostly, so I mostly poke fun at you know kind of being a bad liberal. Mm -hmm. But then I'll bring that. I was just in uh, Lowell, Arkansas, and then sometimes you get applause for the wrong things, and I you're know. like, oh no. Oh no! I know, <laughs> but I, that's why I don't think you can. I, I I just think you you can never change people's minds. Kind of talking about the thing itself, you have to right. find something they want. Yeah, and 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 guide them towards there. But I I think the for me the problem is with 
this serious lack of intelligence of the American voter. There's not a voter that understands the repercussion of an issue. There's not, a, you know, or very few voters that understand the repercussions of any issue. Sure. So we vote against our best interest more often than not. We don't choose the person we think is fit to lead. We choose the lesser of two evils. Well, having said that, I, I, I'm all in favor of the lesser of two evils. There, I could use a lot more lesser of two evils right now. Yeah, in but this I country. think sometimes then it just gra- we've seen what happened with the lesser of two evils right now, where we are moving further and further. We pick the lesser of two evils. We pick the politer side. But, but and now but we've we had always, the worst Supreme Court term in so fucking long. But we always pick the lesser of two evils. That's everything. That's adulthood is picking the lesser. Choosing your dessert is picking the lesser of two sure, evils. but we're, we are begging we are begging for something you know there, there was a thing today judge uh, kavanaugh was was confronted at uh morton's i know yes. i hope thoughts and prayers brett and yeah, i'll be chokes on grizzle you know he <laughs> it, it, he was trying to enjoy his right to privacy you know the poor man i know i know it's tough for him Someone you know, just wanted to tell us what happened issues. well so as an anti-abortion person confronted him and he didn't get to have his dessert and you know, he had to deal with the fact that uh, the, the majority of Americans feel one way about something and it's hurting his life a little bit. So <laughs> he'll just have to handle that. But I just think there's a degree of everyone's begging for civility. And I'm like, y- you are everyone is pushing their fucking luck. Yeah. I, they're pushing their luck. And it's not going to I'm not calling for anything, but I'm just saying they're pushing their luck. And it's you think the steakhouse is bad. Then you have then you have been spoiled. Yeah. In terms of people confronting you. But I'm sorry, I don't have any sympathy for people that are pushing for civility when they marched on the Capitol. On I agree. January. I exactly 100% right. Agree. Exactly I 100% right. agree. They, they were, but I also feel like soon Democrats are going to be marching on the Capitol when Ron DeSantis is president, and we're going to have to be like, we're, we're going to have to do that thing of like, no, it wasn't the act itself; it's what they were so they were fighting for. Yeah. Exactly. And, and and again, you know, like, well, these people were protesting racism and police brutality, murdering someone. And out of 26 million, there was a couple hundred who broke the law at 26 million around the world. Uh, these people wanted to put a racist reality TV landlord back in the White House after he lost and they beat the shit out of cops. It's mm-hmm. it's and the media is just saying, well, both sides had and different views people and kill people. we got to take a quick break. If you're on hold, we'll take your calls when we come back. I also want to ask how pandemic comedy was for you gentlemen uh we are at 866-997-GRIT this is Sirius XM that's not just the sound of that first sip of morning joe it's the sound of someone shopping for a car on carvana from the comfort of home that's a good blend it's time to take it easy like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes talk about starting the morning right just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. This is how it Thrilling feels. segment. Yeah, it's a really good segment, isn't it? We'll get them back is in a second. Is there anybody out there? Yeah, well, let's make it interesting. Trucker Steve in Wisconsin. Trucker Steve, good hey. evening and welcome. Oh, God, you can put me in a position. I just replaced two women. Now you're going to make me look bad. That's right. You did it. You you caused our machine to displace two women so you can come here with your women-hating points of view. Feel good about it. Uh, the floor is yours. Oh. Well, it's not women-hating, actually. Uh, mm. All the women in my life are pro-life, so I, and I'm mm. more liberal on it than they are. And they should be so. forced to give birth to their rapist babies, right? All the women in your life oh should God. be forced by the state. The Jesus state should have that power to force them to carry and bear their rapist babies, right? All these women in your life? No, that would be going, that would be going too far. Like I said, Republicans... So you support a woman having a right to choose? Yeah, but that's not, uh, you see, that's for the fallacy of what you said at the beginning. What's right? that? <laughs> yeah, 70%. If you go through the spectrum of abortion, 
right? You'll find somebody, okay, we can have an exception for that. If that's your 70%, that's not a solid 70%. Let me say it again. 77% of Americans support abortion in all or some cases and don't want to see it banned. The key word you subtly said is some, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think the majority is some. Okay, no, 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 no. Uh, Repealing Roe v. Wade is none, okay? The majority of Americans don't want Roe v. Wade repealed. What is the percentage when we eliminate males? (laughs) <laughs> Very nice. No, I'd, say it's, I, I'd, I'd say it's actually uh, maybe a couple points higher, not that much mm, higher. I'm not sure about I mean, that. Pretty, look at the congresswomen. Look at Marjorie Taylor uh, Greene. And I don't give a fuck most- who does, who wants to take away the, someone's right to choose their own medical care. Sometimes we, we, we like divide this. I don't care if it's a man or a woman. No one gets to decide care. someone else's so medical decision. Wait, so there's all sorts of things you can't do with your body. You can't take drugs. Yes, you can. Steve, Steve, here's my question, Move Steve. To a free state. Should the state have the power to come and take your bone marrow out of your body against your will if you're the only donor match for a dying American and it will save his life? Should the state have the power to take your kidney if you're the only donor match for a dying American? First of all, I would, and I actually thought about that, but you did this to me before. Okay, so what's your answer? Uh, Should the state have the power to harvest your organs? It's not a simple yes or no answer. For the natural emergency, I would say it was perfectly feasible to be mandatory to have to give blood. So you support Unless men giving up their body autonomy in the name of life? Yes, uh, blood, right? Not blood, I'm oh, talking marrow. kidneys. I'm talking let's slow down your life for a year. Uh, Don't you think it would be wise if we really wanted to prevent abortion that we gave every man a vasectomy? Yes, 14. Until they decided Age they 14, wanted to have a you get kid. A free one. Because if we truly believe that this fetus uh, is a living that, person... On that question... On that question, I deadbeat dads. I don't have a problem with. Jail. No, 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 no. We're not talking deadbeat dads. We're talking about every. giving every teenage boy at age fourteen a free vasectomy. That you get a coupon that's going to be reversible whenever you want when you're ready to have a child. You'll get a lollipop, and uh, that will reduce abortions, right, Steve? I'm more for throwing out uh, throwing out uh, birth control. I don't want to control women. I don't care who you have. Wait a to, second. You ch- Steve, it sounds like I you... Wanna... So wait a second. You you don't support the repeal of Roe v. Wade? This has been your dream. Um, I, I, there's, a, there's a legislative fix. For one, everything the Supreme Court did, except for the gun thing, right, in New York, right, has a legislative fix. <laughs> no, it's not. Like the original... Not in Louisiana, it's not. No, it is not. You, I... if, you If you are pregnant, no, the no, state will saying... force you to carry I, the baby. I have a question. Jim, go ahead. For Steve, hey, Steve, if, uh, if somebody came to you, a woman came to you and said, I'm going to take your sperm, I'm going to inseminate myself with it, and you are going to be responsible for this child for the next 18 years, is that fair? You well, have no choice in it. She's just taking that's your that's sperm that's and doing it. Wait a second. Is it, is it fair? Well, I mean, on the other end, is it fair that a uh, that a man's on the hook for? Does it, he doesn't get a second chance. To say no, you. you're right. Repealing right? Roe v. Wade really fucks up a lot of men's lives too, and there's a lot of young men who are suddenly going to be on the hook though. for 18 God, years. I have so many siblings right now; it'd be a though. nightmare. Oh, there's oh, going to be so many. With my dad, there probably would be like 40 <laughs> out there. <laughs> and on the rich thing, on the rich thing, the thing about being rich, especially if you're productive. I think you're useless when you're satisfied. If you're growing your business, I mean, there's greed where it's just... I don't know how you define who's productive. I don't really understand how productive Elon Musk is. He doesn't make things. He bought a business that already existed. Steve, I'm confused. You want want to see abortion be illegal? That's what you're saying, right? I told you, if I was king, right, I could uh, dictate, I would end it at the first trimester. Okay. I was king. Okay, but that that means that you support women having reproductive freedoms, at least for the first trimester. At least for the first trimester. So you must be really pissed that they finally overturned Roe v. Wade then, huh? Actually, I don't mind it being up to the voters. That's that's a lot of things are up to the voters. I think prostitution should be legal. Not everything that I want. Increase your dating. Well, let me tell you, that's not the direction we're moving in. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Prostitution is legal if you're a senator. Steve, we got to go, but I thank you very much. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. 
Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I am joined by comedians John Marco Ceresi and Jim Mendrinos taking your calls at 866-997-GRIT. Before we go anywhere, you were in the middle of a very, very entertaining uh, uh, takedown of a uh, formerly popular actor Jared Leto uh, yes. over over method acting. I mean, method acting used to be, look, Brando, when Brando burst on the scene, you can look at Streetcar, look at, at, at um, uh, you know, the waterfront, and you will see acting in film changing. And I think that was the best thing that ever happened to what we call method acting. Yes. This yeah, you watch old Lawrence Olivier and Hamlet. You're like, I don't I don't know how right? people dug this. It was just this all orating beautifully. But like, look at De Niro and Pacino and, and Hoffman pe- in the 70s. That's all for what Brando did in the 50s. People love quoting this fucking story where Dustin Hoffman was oh, doing yeah, with yeah, Marathon yeah, Man. Yeah. Yeah. And Dustin Hoffman, you know, he went out and he like got tired and showed up on set he all worked. And, himself and, and looked Lawrence like hell. Said, and- My dear boy, why don't you just try acting? And everyone who tells that fucking story, I say, tell me three Lawrence Olivier movies you love to that watch. That you remember, yeah. That really struck that to the really core of humanity. Out. So there's a degree of like, yes, I do get it when people are assholes and make their process about like attacking you or making your life uncomfortable. And obviously there's lines and impropriety in life. But if someone decides, I'm going to talk in my little weird voice. If someone says, I'm going to dress up like the character for a month. For a month. And Daniel Day-Lewis has three Oscars for a reason. Because he's the greatest actor in the world because he goes there. When he was doing Age of Innocence for Scorsese, he he booked a a hotel in New York under his character's name and walked around in period dress and a cane for months. And maybe Meryl Streep doesn't have to do it. That's fine. Because someone else can do it a different way. Doesn't make invalid the way this person does it. It's there when you need it. And, and I just think it's just part of like, there, there's some uh, degree of, it's my generation of like, chill out, dude. Or like, don't be weird. or And it's like, well, that's not great art. That's not great art. Any of the great artists that we have loved, whether it's Prince, whether it's Daniel Day-Lewis, these are fucking weirdos and they're crazy people. Yeah. And and there's just a degree of, and, and David Harbour was saying it all sounds like nonsense to him. And and David Harbour is a good actor. He's a good actor. But I just think there's there's some degree of, of I, I think show some respect to the way greatness comes show about. Show some sometimes. respect for craft, you know? Yeah. I'm not a good enough actor that I can just show up and say the lines. Yeah. Like, I've got to do the work. I've got to understand this character. I've got to know. Yeah, it's not about what did your character have for breakfast this morning, but it's about actually doing the work to build something that's believable and real that you could pass for this person if you had to because I'm not a good enough actor to just show up and fake it. Some guys can. Yeah. And and that 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 just bothered me. Right. To, on. To put, I mean, Daniel Day Lewis. Your unpopular opinion is popular with me. Good. Yes. Good. Very nice. Thank you. I like it. Jim Andrinos, what is your unpopular opinion? What gets you thrown out of parties? I have two that I've been ranting on lately. Okay. Uh, the first one is uh, one that I I I don't think a lot of people hold, but I think the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is incredibly fraudulent because they have <sighs> not let the monkeys in yet. That's your reasoning? That is my reasoning. We're taking one band. That's why they're fraudulent? That is one of the reasons why they're fraudulent, but we're taking, a. that is the band with the most number one hits that is not yet in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That is the band that, wow. you know, you could say a lot about they were formed with a TV show, 
but the music was unbelievably good. The harmonies were groundbreaking. I at did the not time. see this coming. Yeah, and and, and so I'd much. Say Eric B. and Rakim, Tracy Chapman, not being yeah. up with the monkeys. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, there, we could argue. You know, Joan Armitrading. I'd argue should have been. I agree be with in that the too. Sinead O'Connor should be in the Hall of Fame. Oh yes, we could argue a lot of people, but to me, that is a glaring omission because they have been available Gutsy since call. day one. Not anymore. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we had Mike Nesmith on this show. Yeah, Mickey Dolenz has done this show. Uh, yeah. I, I think the Monkees deserve it because they started out as a novelty act because they were a bunch of actors who answered an audition ad to go be in a TV show about a Beatles knockoff band and they had to learn how to write music they had to learn how to play instruments and they went from being this fraudulent boy band created by a casting office into being a real band that I, generated real hits and interesting interesting music yeah on occasion I used to open for Peter Tork Peter Torx band. Try saying that three times fast. Wow. And and just listening to them play, listening to what he was composing. You know, you know, it, they were better than you think. And when you really look at Mike Nesmith in particular, he wrote some groundbreaking. We would not have country rock without Mike Nesmith. I've heard that said before. Yeah. I did not expect to hear the monkeys belong in the Hall of Fame. Is your unpopular opinion? So belong in the Hall of Fame. You have swayed me on this. Well, there you go. Okay. And the other uh, unpopular well, the other opinion yeah. is uh, that Donald Trump should be executed immediately Home. upon finding out that mm, they no, found that no. he orchestrated no. the sixth. No. no, it's insurrection. The punishment for insurrection on on our laws is death. No. Yes. No. Yes. And I think everyone who is complicit is it insurrection should, if the government in power is death. trying to keep the, their 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 power? I mean, he, had, he wasn't to, out of power yet. If you were, uh, but he was voted out of power uh, out of power. If you okay. were trying to steal, See, I just call an it election. terrorism. I call it terrorism. Yeah, and, and again, what have we done with terrorists? You want to see violence in this country? Execute Donald. I, I Try wanna, to execute Donald. Can I you imagine these lunatics? <laughs> can you imagine these lunatics? What they would do? If I want to see him Trump? executed on primetime TV. No, like, I want to. And when you pull the lever, I want to hear someone go, "You're fired." That's what I want to <laughs> oh have happen. No, we do not condone violence here. I want to see him stripped naked and placed in a play in an area with a lot of wind. I want to see him naked before a large wind and cameras. That's all I want to see. Yeah, I. I I think it, we've got on the books a law that says that if you try to overthrow the American government, you will be put to death. I would like to see that law enforced. My, we are a nation of laws. My unpopular opinion is that I'm against the death penalty for everybody, even <laughs> guilty people, even very bad people. I think if killing people is bad, let's not kill people. Well, if what if that was the last one? Like, if we do this, <laughs> we never have to have it oh, again. Wait a second. You're saying you're saying if I go for this one bit of capital punishment, one bit of capital punishment. then we get abolition? Uh, Tell totally. me more, Satan. Tell wow, me more about this wow. offer you're making. Let me make you this deal. Oh, let me put on my Faust hat. I think I like this. Okay, well, then I'll go along. No, no, no. What no. if we put him to death and the monkeys get in the Hall of Fame? No, no. Come on. Don't, I don't want to. There has to be a price. Kill Donald Trump. No, I want him to be forced to spend time with his sons. That's what I, that's that's the punishment I want on him. That, that might be worse. We're that might be worse. 866. That'll take his own life. <laughs> 997. Grid. Quick break. <laughs> Gentlemen, stick around. We'll be right back. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month.
Jim in West Michigan. Thea will pick this call up and not this computer because Dino Badella did something to it. Hi, Jim. So, um, one time you were talking to Trucker Steve. Yes. Uh, a couple what a, years ago. Good guy. He said, he said the women in his life needed to be choked out to have an orgasm. You said so quickly back to him. That's because they're with you, Steve. He never even noticed that. I know. Rolled right on. <laughs> But you noticed it, and the joke was told for you. That's all that matters. It was just—it was an example of your great timing at repartee, John. Oh well, thank you. Frickin' swift. That's very kind. Anyway, so then, can we talk more about Trucker Steve or would that? Be Whatever, you, it's your time, man. Go ahead. Well, he, <laughs> the women in his life are air quotes pro-life. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we know by that that there's at least two women in his life. Because he used the plural. He used the plural. Okay, very good. You you really been putting <laughs> sure, thought into this this track of a call you're okay, making. Go so ahead. Once is once is mother and one's a prostitute. Now, right? now, now. We don't like the word prostitute. Come on, sex go worker, ahead. Sex, sex worker, worker is fine. Go but ahead. Trucker Steve said he wanted to legalize prostitution tonight. You heard that, right? Yes. Okay. So the ideal woman of Trucker Steve's is a prostitute who's pro life. <laughs> Uh, that means her tubes are tied. I'm pretty sure of that. You um, really put some thought into this hypothetical, and I respect that. <laughs> well, I was once on the LAPD with uh, my grandmother. Great grandmother was a buffalo. So. Really? Okay. So, I haven't I haven't written that one yet, actually. Okay. But and Trucker Steve's uh, prostitute pro life um, girlfriend likes to be choked out in order to have an orgasm. So oh. I hope. Trucker Steve is not mad at me now. I, I would hate to have him mad at me. I, I would hate that as well. I think you might want to turn around and look at the line you just crossed over with the choked out thing. But, you know, good <laughs> for you. It's it's a two drink minimum and you can be as edgy as you want here. So if you okay, see two so bright quick, lights in your window, that's the truck coming for you right about now. So no wonder they're pro-life. They just don't oh, have anything else going for them with no orgasms. Uh, right. Exactly. Can, can well, we go music now? Well, they um, believe, the, you know, the female orgasm is a myth like climate change. Yes. You know, so go ahead. Yes, please. Uh, uh, music. Uh, Billy Preston's version of My Sweet Lord, about 2004 with Eric Clapton. I was in the audience there. I was there. I was in the audience. You know what? I, I cry every time I play that on YouTube. Billy Preston with, with Ringo on drums and Paul McCartney was there and uh, Tom yes. Petty was there, too. I was. Yes. Uh, my wife and, and I were uh, in the crowd in, in London for that show. Uh, Jeff Lindley. Jeff Lynn. Jeff Lynn. Yeah, that that's just a great version. And, you know, <laughs> what made you think of that? That's the most random thing I ever heard. No, I thought about it as being a good theme song for Easter. Oh, I see. Well, Easter was a couple of months ago, but I'll keep it in mind. Right on. I have, and time is passing by very, very quickly. This is my favorite phone call of non sequiturs I've ever had. Thank you, Jim. I can do that. Well, it yeah. takes a little bit of plant material sometimes. Oh. Like the roll. Okay. Um, we're, but, we're in West Michigan for the authorities listening in. <laughs> Over. Over by where the little finger meets the hand, about 11 miles inland of uh, Big Lake. Well, right on, Jim. I'm glad you're having a good time. Put on I some am. Billy Preston or, or reggae, whatever works for you. But thank you All very right. much for the call. So one more thing. Oh, okay. One more thing. Really quick. Infiltration of the FBI, the police, uh, the Justice Department of Trumpers. Yes. It's bad. I mean, well, Glenn Kirshner was railing about it this morning, and that guy really convinces me when I hear him. Infiltration in what sense? Like cops that are hardcore Trumpers and racists. Oh, that. Okay, I thought you meant like Antifas that were, you know, pretending the riot and all that. Yeah. It's bad. No, no. It's It's real bad. My dad was Antifa, John. Okay. He was in the U.S. infantry during the big two. Listen, I think that if cops are white supremacists, they should be rooted out and shamed for it. Well, not just that, but they're infl- they're stopping people and fucking with them like Trumpers do. There's a lot of bullying going on. Yes, there is. Yes, it's uh, that's more a male thing than anything else. But you're right. And uh, what what about the Satan having everybody at universities and so forth declare their political affiliation? Jim, uh, I'm just going to walk into your dispensary and say I'll have what he's having. That's that's the that's what I got to tell you, man. I got I have to run, but thank you very much. One more and, thing. No, 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 no more things. Up. 
Go ahead. Democrats beating up Joe Biden is a trend on every fucking media thing that I've read and yes. listened to in the last 24 now, hours. Now, why didn't you open like, with this? I agree with you. Yes, Democrats can criticize Joe Biden with the caveat, I do want him to succeed, but I wish he would do this. And uh, I can hear well, myself on your radio. I got to go, Jim. Thank you very much sure. for the call. <laughs> okay, Thank you. Man, love you, man. Love Thanks you back. Up, Thank right. you. Yeah, right. deeply and, and truly. Trump so there, there you go. This is this is the, the unintended uh, consequence of uh, decriminalizing cannabis is who's going to be calling radio shows at night. Listen, I, 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 I do get very frustrated. There, there are these there is these Democrats and they're like, stop. You can't criticize. Oh. And it's like, listen. First of all, it's way too early to start playing this fucking card, okay? The vote's not tomorrow. But it's both it's sides. Rude to criticize. Both sides do it. Both sides. Between the ones that say, I can't criticize the White House, and uh-huh. then the ones who say, I can't say anything positive about the White House. You can't say, you know, fuck Biden. He's a corporatist, pro Iraq war. I'm like, but, 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 you know, look at the numbers. He's done some good things. He wasn't yeah, yeah, my yeah. top five choices. I think you're not going to change. Isn't the goal to change people's minds and get them to vote? You're not going to get people to vote by mass going, guys, come on. Has that ever worked no. has it ever worked at a party to be like guys keep it down a little it doesn't work so stop pretending let people criticize and understand that you have to hear them you and have to incorporate you have to we're not a cult you can do it and the flip side is true as well because look it is liberal purity tests in three states seventy-seven thousand votes of people who were too pure to vote for hillary clinton and compromise their morals Seventy-seven thousand votes in three states that's why Abortion is illegal now. That's why Roe v. Wade is gone. Because in three states, three swing states, enough liberals said, no, fuck that. I'm not voting for Hillary Clinton. Well, great. Y'all don't have uteruses. And Donald Trump became president and got three Supreme Court justices. So it's like it goes both ways. Sure. But we are we are we right now. This is the phase where we got to work things out. We and, have and to. Biden this week did something in regards to abortion that Today. got people to go. And, oh, good. Today. And it was because there was a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. So you have to accept some of the pressure. And I promise you're not going to win young liberal voters by going, hey, guys, guys, <laughs> come on. If, if you, it won't work. If you don't criticize you don't foster change. Thank you. We have to point out that things are broken in order to fix them. We're supporters, not enablers. Yeah. Now, there's a difference between going, you know, Biden's awful and, and, you know, he needs to do a better job on this. Yeah, I agree. Well, here he is today. This is Joe Biden earlier today. This is Atheia. The president says we cannot allow an extremist court to take away our personal autonomy. The court and its allies are committed to moving America backwards with fewer rights, less autonomy, and politicians invading their most personal decisions. Remember the reason of the decision has an impact much beyond Roe and the right to privacy generally. Marriage equality, contraception, and so much more is at risk. This decision affects everyone, unrelated to choice, beyond choice, We cannot allow an out-of-control Supreme Court working in conjunction with extremist elements of the Republican Party to take away freedoms and our personal autonomy. Is that right before he said, repeat line? (laughs) I think it was, yes. Repeat line. (laughs) Yep. He's an old guy. Yeah. You know, I saw Leonard Cohen do a three-hour show at 879, and it was fantastic. (laughs) I'm sure he had a nap before he did it. It was a good show. (laughs) Um, yeah, but I mean, what we saw today to me was inspiring. This was an executive order to safeguard access to reproductive health services, protect patients' privacy and access to accurate information and promote the security of patients, providers and clinics. It's a good executive order. I want to see more fight. Mm-hmm. I and, and I'm sorry, but the best version of Biden that I've ever seen is elderly Biden who's pissed off and righteous. Mm-hmm. I never liked Biden as much as I did in the campaign. And when he is drawing distinctions between what the other guy wants and what I want, he's at his strongest. Yeah. yeah. yeah the problem is the party needs to rally. The party needs to get behind him and the party needs to be very 
the party needs to be more militant. They need to take some of the tactics that the Republicans are using. You know, you're going to block our nominees. Guess what's going to happen next? Exactly. Yeah. You know, th- this is now tit for tat because Republicans aren't going to stop it until they're smacked on the wrist. Mm-hmm. They're a petulant child that just go, went, oh, I wind and I got a cookie. I'll do it again. The and problem again is and the again. Democrats can't do that because of Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema. They can't. Joe Biden promised that he, look, here's a criticism. He promised he would work with Republicans. He can't work with his own party because two of his Democrats are Republicans.